Hey guys, this is our podcast at the Clemson Foothills Church. We're glad you found us. Join us as we discover what the Bible says about following Jesus, loving God, and serving one another. Feel free to visit our website at clemsonfoothills.com or check out the Clemson Foothills Church YouTube channel. We love learning what God says to us in His Word, and we hope this podcast helps you to do that as well. With all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. So let me set up the story for you. We have uh, we've been going through these I am statements in John and we're we're kind of reaching a place in John that's a a transition point. This is one of the this this story is kind of like a hinge um, or almost like a pivot point. You know, someone's cutting and they're John's going towards the end of Jesus's life here and. um, and what we see here is that Jesus has got his boys together. He's got, he's got the disciples, and they're going to have dinner before the Passover feast. And, um, and so this is, a, this is just some family time that they're going to have. And, and this is an interesting dinner that they have. A lot happens. And we go to the, this story a lot, and there are a lot of things that we can pull out of here. Um, but we know this story. Jesus starts off by washing his disciples' feet. And, and man, you could preach sermons just on that. And, and he follows that up with, do as I've done for you. From there, he goes on and they're eating food. And Jesus says, one of these guys at the table is going to betray me. And the guys, I mean, there's just drama. And the guys are like, what's going on? They're talking amongst themselves. And they lean to the side, Jesus, tell us who it is. And Jesus is dipping bread and doing signals to point out who it's going to be. And, um, and then from there, he, he goes on and says, I got a new command for you. He says, as I've loved you, love one another. As I've done for you, go and do to others. And then from there, he says, guys, I've got to go. My time's coming. And it's time for me to leave. And uh, as you can imagine, this has already been a crazy dinner because Jesus got like took his clothes off and washed these guys feet. And then people are going to like he, he's 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 weeding out who's going to betray him. And then he's like, I got this new teaching for you. And then then he's like, now, guys, I've got to go. And you guys can't come with me. This is a this is something I got to go do on my own. Um, and, and you can imagine that this dinner was pretty emotional, don't you think? You can, like, you imagine that these guys, Jesus understands that this is one of the last times they're going to get to all be together. And so he's like, he's like, I got some things at dinner we need to go over. We've got some things we got to figure out and talk about. And, uh, and I don't know, I think we've all been around a dinner table where there's been drama you know, and you're just like, oh, my goodness, that was crazy, you know, and you're just feeling all these things and trying to eat at the same time. And it's weird. And then, uh, you know, we've ha- we've been at dinners before where you're like, that was the best. Like the conversation was just on point and you had this meaningful talks and conversation surrounded by a good meal. And you're like, oh, I could do that every night. And uh, I was just saying, there's cool things can happen around the dinner table, right? 
There's a, this is just like a, an aside here is, man, as families and family groups and all this stuff, there's something special that we can do around the dinner table if we put, put the effort in. You know, that's a, that's a really neat thing. And there's a lot we miss out when we don't have dinner around the table with our kids. And we don't take time to have dinner with other disciples and to bring other people who aren't disciples into our homes. There's something we miss out on. Uh, and so what if our family groups were like this? That would be cool. You know, we're washing each other's feet. We're talking about God. We're, we're saying, hey, this guy's in the group's going to betray us. And so we're like, <laughs> we need to like, we need to deal with that. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. The, um, so this, this sets up where I want to start. And, and I want us, I want us to kind of get in the, the mood of where, where is Jesus coming from right here? They've had this dinner. There's been drama. There's been emotional time. There's been um, teaching, all this stuff. Jesus says at the beginning of uh, John 14, he says, your heart must not be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house are many dwelling places. If not, I would have told you. I am going away to prepare a place for you. If I go away and prepare a place for you, I will come back and receive you to myself so that where I am, you may also be. You know the way to where I'm going. And this is this is interesting here. They say they say, Lord, Thomas said, uh, We don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus told them, I am the way. The truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's a real interesting conversation there. And it's funny because this is something I often gloss over. It's like, you see Jesus giving the new command and we talk about Judas and we talk about washing the feet. And then you hit this point and you just gloss on by it to get to the next section. And this is a really interesting, interesting conversation. Jesus says, you know the way to where I'm going. And the, and the disciples, you can imagine them sitting around a dinner table and Thomas has the courage to speak up and ask a question. And, and by the way, I got I to gotta say this because oftentimes we've even talked about these disciples and they ask these questions and you're like, these guys are so dumb. You know, can you believe they just asked that really dumb question? And, and I, want, I want us to think for a second and, and we, we can come at these stories so pridefully we have these guys that were handpicked by Jesus who gave up everything and who are doing their absolute best to keep up with Jesus. You know, they're, they're following Jesus and Jesus is on such a higher level than they are. And they are doing their absolute best to keep up. And the best he knows how to do is like, I don't know where you're going. How can we how can we know the way if we don't know where you're going? And oftentimes we're like, man, that guy's stupid because we know the whole story. We know what's going on. 
And oftentimes we are not living the life that these disciples, the apostles were living. We're not putting forth the same effort. And these guys who were fighting so hard to understand, ask questions that may have come across as dumb. But are, are we in a place where we're trying so hard, we're willing to look dumb to find out the answer, to go so, like, so that we can follow Jesus better and actually understand a lot of times we, we put up, the way we follow Jesus is we put up a facade. If I look a certain way, act a certain way, that's when people will think I'm a follower. Where these guys were totally unashamed. Yeah. And that's, there's something we can learn from, from that. There, and so I, I want us to be weary when, we, when right off the bat we say, oh boy, these guys are dumb. You know, look at what they're asking. Look at how uh, they, I mean, right before that, Peter's like, I'd never betray you and all this stuff. And I mean, you got to think these guys were in it. They gave a lot up to follow him. But you have these guys, they ask this question and then Jesus told them, I'm, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the father except through me. And so I want to ask you guys a super basic question. Super basic. Where was Jesus going? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. Sit at the right hand of God. Okay. He was going up to the Father. A lot of times we miss that point. These guys, these guys have been following Jesus for three years. And they still didn't really understand where they were going. And these guys were in it. And I know we can think about, uh, I know I can, like I had to read this four times before I'm like, where is Jesus going? You know, it's like I'm reading all these things. I've got all these, like I'm thinking about that question that they asked. And I'm like, okay, but oh, that's a good question. Where where are you going, Jesus? I don't know. And um Yeah, he was he was he was going he was going to uh, up to the father, and um, it's crazy when we think about that. And that's such a basic question, but uh, when you think about it, that this is the whole point of Christianity. The whole point. God, Jesus, saying, "I'm going to the Father. Where I'm going, I want you to be." I'm going to come back and bring it. You know the way to the Father. This is the whole point from the very beginning to the very end of the Bible. It's all about getting to the Father. It's all about mending the broken relationship that we have with God and getting back to Him. If we don't get that point, this is pointless what we're doing. We can stop right there if, 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 if we don't understand that where we are headed as Christian is to the Father. A lot of times, I don't know, this is, this is interesting. And this is even why we're talking about worshiping the King. You know, because we've got to talk of, we've got to know who the Father is if we're ever going to worship Him in this life. That's it. 
I, that's, that's the whole reason why we started down this path of the I am statements. And John uh, 20, 31, Keith talked about this already. He says, these are written so that you may believe Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. And, and by believing, you may have life in his name. That's the reason why we need to know. John thought, man, this is important. I'm going to write this, this book so that you can know who God is and so that you can understand and get to him. And, uh, and so my question to you is, where are you headed? Do you ever ask yourself that? I know I, have, I started planning this, this lesson out and I was talking to Brent over, over lunch. And I'm like, man, sometimes I feel aimless. I feel pointless. Why do I do all of this stuff? And where, like, where am I going in, in Christianity? Where am I headed? And I feel confused. I bet, the, I bet the disciples felt this way. I bet they felt confused. Those are good questions to ask. Those aren't things that you're like, oh, I shouldn't be asking that. Oh, that's, a, that's, not, that's unsafe waters there. No, those are good things yeah. because hopefully... When we ask those questions, we go back to the source and we're reminded that the Father is the reason. You know, and it's interesting because a lot of us are think, can think we're headed in a, a lot of different ways. That Christianity is that, you know, the point of it is to go to heaven or to, to escape hell or we get these ideas of where Christianity takes us. Even if we know the Father's the right answer, we live like we're headed somewhere else. We live like, you know, I, want to, I became a Christian and, and God is good and He's got these great promises. And it's to get me to a comfortable place. It's to get me to heaven someday or to hell. And uh, it's to better my situation or to put me in a great family. And, and those things are good and they might be partially true but the real reason all of this is happening is is so that we can know god intimately and and i think we got to ask ourselves is it worth it is is jesus is knowing god and mending that relationship having that relationship is that worth all the effort that we're going through is it worth it if no uh I think we got to rethink what we're doing. Why, why, why pointlessly do this if that's not what we really want? But this is also something we got to be honest with ourselves about. I can't, I can't tell you if this is where your heart's at. This is something you got to wrestle with on your own. And, um, and yeah, so I, yeah, I want to leave that there. I, like that, that's such a crucial point that we are headed to the father and, and this, I think what Jesus had to remind the, these guys of, this is where, where you're going. And it, it's funny, when you think about this question, these guys were wanting actual direction somewhere. They're like, no, seriously, just tell me you're going to the Walmart and give me directions to it, you know, and then we'll, we'll be right behind you, you know. If you need to go ahead, we'll, we'll see you tomorrow, you know. Um, and, 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 and Jesus was, he's just on a whole nother level he was thinking in these very spiritual terms. And can't we be in that same place where we're just like, this is what we see. This is what I can touch. And, yeah, right. 
And Jesus is like, no, 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 no. I didn't merely come to point out the way. I didn't merely come out to like point out the truth to you or to point, say, that's where life is. He said, no, I am the life. I am the, the truth and I am the way. This thing, this was kind of tough when I was putting this together because essentially what Jesus is teaching is he's summing up all the previous I am statements to this point. He's kind of saying, let me remind you of who I am and what I bring. And this is, this is interesting. You've got to picture these guys on a journey. When you think about the, this whole story in John 4, where he said, follow me. They were going somewhere. From the beginning, he said, follow me. I'm going somewhere. I'll show you the way. He says, I'm going to give you purpose. Fisher of men. I'm going to teach you how to love others. I'm going to show you the way to the Father, how to die to yourself, to where fulfillment is. This is what I've been teaching you the whole time. This is what it's all been about. It's about knowing me. And if you know me and you come through the gate, I'm the only entrance. Then you can have that relationship with the Father that was impossible before. I want you guys to write down Hebrews 10, 20. That whole section there is, uh, is really good. Paul understood this. He talks about how Jesus was the new and living way. Before, when we wanted to go, the way to God was through sacrifices and through entering the temple once a year. And it was this complicated thing. And Paul understood that Jesus was the new and living way. The whole point of this, him being the whole point of him being the way is so that we could get to the Father. I, like you've got to be hearing that the whole time we talk is the reason why we're doing all this stuff. The reason why we deny ourselves that we, we die is so that we can get to the Father. We've got to remember that. That's, uh, that's huge. This is really controversial stuff, though. If we say that Jesus is the way, that means there aren't any other ways. Think about that. Like, let that sink in because the implication of that might be uncomfortable for your friends or might be uncomfortable for your family. It might be uncomfortable for you. Um, because if that's the stance you take, there's no going around the gate. What did, what did we learn about that? Anyone who goes in another way is there to steal and to rob and to kill. Oof, that's, <laughs> that's, you're like, but that's not me. I didn't come to steal. We've got to, we've got, we know the way. 
We've got to go through Jesus. And I don't know, sometimes this is tough because you're like, am I good enough? And uh, I, I don't know. I, there's, a, there's a whole performance thing I feel like that gets caught up in this. If we know there's only one way, there's like there's a, a lot of internal battling that goes on. But uh, I think it's interesting. He goes on to say that he's the truth. In John 8, 32, you can write that down. This is a scripture we all know. If you continue in my word, you really are my disciples and you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. He was talking about himself there. John set that up from John, like the beginning of John, John 1. The word was with God, right? And that word came down to earth. That's, a, that's an interesting connection I had never really thought about before. But you think about Jesus is saying he's the word. He's also the truth. So he says, if you continue in me, you really are my disciples and you shall know the truth and that truth. You sh- well, let me say it again. You shall know me and I shall set you free. That's an interesting way of looking at that scripture, isn't it? It all comes back to, do we know Jesus? Because it's only through him. It's only through him. And I think this is, we, we talk about freedom and fulfillment and, and all of that. Um, do you think the disciples were fulfilled? while they were following him? Do you think they were happy? Do you think they, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I was thinking about that because we talk about fulfillment and we go after all kinds of things, don't we? we man, I, my career, I think that'll fill me up. If I can do a job that I absolutely am passionate about and it ticks all the boxes for my personality and how I feel and all that stuff, Dang, that I'll be fulfilled. Man, if I get married and find the, that right girl or guy, and man, we settle down together and get that perfect house, and we got some kids and a dog and a white picket fence, oh man, at that point, I will be happy. That will fulfill me. There's freedom in that. Hmm? We got to be careful on where we seek for our fulfillment. These These guys gave it up. They left their jobs. They left their families. And let me tell you, I I will bet you when you get to heaven and you talk to these guys, they will say, I was living my best life. Man, there's not a time. Even when people were trying to kill Jesus and kill us, it was the best I felt, I felt engaged. I had purpose and there was a meaning to my life and we were going somewhere and we were doing something meaningful. Isn't that what we all want? And oftentimes the world tells us you get it from these places, but there's one way to be fulfilled. And the truth is, is that it's Jesus. (laughs) 
He goes on to say that he's the life. And, you know, we talked a lot about this uh, with Lazarus and the resurrection of Lazarus from death to life. We talked about eternal life. How is Jesus going to get to the Father, y'all? This is one of the, another one of those basic questions. When we think about, he says, I got to go away. And they wanted directions. How was he going to get there? He had to go to the cross, didn't he? He said, you guys know the way. You know, you know the way to where I'm going. I've told you a bunch of times. He had to die. Yeah. Yeah. Galatians 2.20. Write this down. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. That's the life that we are designed to live. That's the fulfilling life. Jesus is the way. If we're headed to the Father, we must do as He did. That's what He, that's what he was teaching here. So what did Jesus do? If we're going to do what he did, he died. He died, and then he taught this lesson right above here. If, what did Jesus do? He said, do as I did. Serve as I have served you. Wash people's feet. And then right after that, later at dinner, he said, a new command I give you. Love as I have loved you. And, and that right there is, that's what we got to do. It's that, if we can stop talking right there, go and do it. Um, easier said than done, right? Uh, this here is the lifelong battle that we have. And I don't know about you, in my heart of hearts, when Jesus says, serve as I have served you and love as I have loved you, I want to be that guy. Like before I knew Jesus, I wanted to be that person. It is in me. I was like, I want to be the guy that loves up and takes care of people. I like, I want to do those things. I don't necessarily know how to do it, but I want to be. The, the, the hard part is the dying to ourselves. Because it's really hard to do that second part when, when I'm in control. And I'm solely focused on me. And I can't control a lot of things. Like... Really, I can't control anything. I, I think about my kids. I'm trying to raise my children and discipline them and parent them. And I can teach them stuff, but I can't control them. I can't, like, make them change their attitude or make them, like, be obedient. And with my wife, I can't make her make me a sandwich. I can't, like, I can't. I don't have control over her. You know, 
The only person I have control over is me. And I like that control. <laughs> I don't have a lot of control in this life. I got control over me and I want to do what I want to do because I'm the man. And Jesus is saying, you want to know the father? Is that really, is that really what you want? Then you're going to have to die like I died. Holy moly, that's tough. And that takes a daily. That's why you take up your cross daily. This isn't just like, well, I did it once. I'm good. No, this is, we've got to take up our cross and we've got to wrestle for our salvation. And this is something where we've like, we've got to be tough and we've got to like put forth the effort it takes to, to figure out what that means for you today. One of the things I've been talking to my family about and my family group about is that we are on a journey and the most important step is just the next one. Today, what is the step I'm going to take? I, perfection for me, I don't know about y'all, perfection for me is a long way away. I'm not even close. All I can do today is take a step in that direction. That's good, man. What's that step for you? Where are you at? So we're getting here at the end of this. And, and I think the last little bit that Jesus wanted these guys to hear, he's transitioning away. He, like He's like, essentially, when he says, you know the way to where I'm going, it's like he's passing the torch. He's saying, okay, I'm stepping back. I got to leave. The, like, you've got it now. Now it's time for you to do the work that I've been doing. And that's a cool thing. You get this sense that, that Jesus is like, you've got it. I trust you. You can do it. Like, it's okay. And I'm going to give you a helper. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. He goes on to say that like later down. But you got this. Let me remind you, you got this. And that's not, I don't know about y'all, that's not how I hear Jesus talking to me. It's often, you don't got this. You haven't done enough. You don't know enough. I can't trust you. You're broken. You're weak. Tell me that's not the things that you guys often hear, because that's, that's what we feel the world putting on us. That's not what Jesus saying. He's like, you know the way. You, you know me. Philip asks a question later. He's like, just show us the Father. He's like, hold up. I've been with you for three years, and, and Philip, you don't know who I am? You know the way. You know how to do this. I think what's tough here is that we can, we can have a lot of fear. I bet for these guys, when they ask this question, I don't know where you're going. I, th I bet you there's a part of it where... They're like, but I don't want you to go. Oh, Jesus, you're here with us, and this is, this is safe. This is good. Even though people are trying to kill us, this is my comfort zone. And, and don't leave. Um, I'm, I'm scared. Like I, like, I know you say I'm good, but how am I supposed to do this? What's it look like? Okay, okay, I know you're the way, but, but where do I go? Just show me the Father, and then we'll be good. 
we can project our insecurities big time on Jesus. And Jesus is like, I love you. The very first thing he says, your heart must not be troubled. Believe in God. Uh, isn't that sweet? Yeah. This was not coming, like Jesus explained these I am statements, was not coming from a, a rebuke. It was not coming from a place of like, you should know better. It's coming from a place of like, I love you. You got this. What? I'll tell you again, you can do this. You know where I'm going. Is that how we hear Jesus? Do, like, do we really know Jesus well enough to know that he's not going to blast us like that? That he loves us? Oh, that's, that's huge. But there's another side of this coin, too, is that the expectation with Jesus passing the torch is that there's work that needs to be done. Jesus saying I was leaving, he's leaving. He can't fix all the problems. He's moving. He was like, you guys got the tools. You know the way. Do the work of the ministry. Do my work. What's keeping you from doing the work you know you ought to be doing? Is it fear? Is it insecurity? Is it laziness? Is it just a failure to launch? I like I, I think this is this is important stuff because Jesus left his ministry to the church not to a single man not to the pope not to the church leader not just to Keith but to the church each individual person who says I want to go to the father because he is good and says, okay, I'm going to go through Jesus, and I'm willing to die. I'm willing to serve and love. That can't just be a thing that we understand and say, Jesus is saying there's work to actually be done. And I think oftentimes we can be in a place, well, if I, I just need to get a month in of not missing a quiet time, then I'm going to start. If I uh, just wait for um, a Bible talk to be set up on campus, then I'll start. Man, we're going to wait till small groups are set up for me to meet with somebody, then I'll start. No, you know the way to get to the Father. And that means you have to walk there. It means you have to go there. And he set us an example. But we can't get caught. Like, I wish some of us would set our Bible down for a minute and go and love somebody. Because oftentimes we can get so caught up in the minutia of church that, that we miss out on loving people. We miss out on serving people about pointing to God. And, um, and I, I just, I want us to like, you, you know the way. From what we learned today, if you just started with love as I have loved you, 
Why don't you just start with that and go home and do it? What are you waiting for? What is the thing you need to hear? I'm giving you permission now. Go and do it. You're competent. You're able-bodied. You're smart enough. You're qualified. You can do it. Start. Take that next step, whatever that step is for you. There's only one way to the Father. That's through Jesus and through doing what He commanded us to do.